This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. A new poll asked more than 6,000 Americans. Uh, if you could eliminate your own need for sleep, would you do it? I usually got to trade out for something. Would I eliminate my own need for sleep? Like, you didn't have to sleep and there were no repercussions. Like, like you're not going to take an arm or something? There's no, no trade? You, no, just, no okay. trade. You what? could take a nap. Like a, you could sleep if you wanted to, but you don't need to. Nothing happens if you don't sleep. Sure. Sure, you would give it up or you well, would still sleep? Are you saying I would feel worse and feel like hell? There or? are no repercussions. Sure. I don't. Yeah, sleep is what it is. So would you give up sleep or still sleep? If I don't need it, sure. Why would I care if I didn't need it? To replenish my manhood. Okay, so you would totally give up sleep. Sure. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, 49% said, no, I, I wouldn't sleep if I didn't have to. 30% said, yeah, they'd still sleep. 21% aren't sure. It's a weird poll. I thought so, too. Uh, men are far more likely to continue sleeping than women. The biggest disparity is a person's age. Young yeah. people between 18 and 29 were more likely to continue sleeping. 39% of those folks would. Um, as you get older, people will give up sleep, probably because they know they're going to die soon. Uh, 17% of those 65 and older would continue, uh, would continue sleeping if their body didn't need it. So, I would feel better if I w- weren't sleeping and there were continuous 24 hours of daylight so I could just golf. Yeah. Yeah. I get like three rounds a day. I might be able to get everything done on my list, my to-do list. That seems like it's like a hydra. I cross one thing off and I have to add two things. Interesting. Yeah. What's uh, what's slow tripping you up right now? No, not too, enough too time. Ma- too many things. Right. Yeah. It's just uh, I have a pretty tight schedule and then I do, well, I do a lot of things. That's uh, That's what it comes down to. I just do a lot of stuff. Boy, I don't. So it's, and then like, so like this weekend, uh, a charity event we've been organizing for over a year is going to be done. So mm-hmm. that's going to clear off a bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once the CD stops are done, that clears off that. There you go. And so it's just, it's just an intense you need, time. You need a massage. Come over here. See Papa. Yeah. Once I hit October, I'm Strilla. That's so, good. Yeah. It's just everybody. I think everybody goes through that where it's like busy period sure 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 it it does i have this thing i i started years ago (sighs) where uh i'm a late bloomer uh but i'm not it's like when i have something to do if i don't do it right then it's just easier to do it at the moment you know what you have to do like or or by Friday you've got twelve things you've got to do, mm-hmm. and I'm over it. I'm through that. I've completely changed my DJ lifestyle. <laughs> when I've got when there's insta- I I put stuff off a lot. I procrastinate a lot, but I'm getting really really good at getting stuff done. Uh, working ahead, yeah, is a good way to put it. Uh, so I know, like uh like we have an event coming up. Whatever, I'm working ahead to write promos and on-air material and right i start thinking about i'm cycling that stuff earlier in my head so it seems to help it clears my keeps things moving mm-hmm. and then you don't feel defeated and way behind right and then randy yells at me less so there's that yeah well it helps that you know i throat punched him so you can't really yell anymore. you throw punches i throat punched him i throat oh, punch. you throat punched him 
I've been practicing my technique, and I was like, no more yelling from you. He hasn't yelled at me in a while. He has no... Uh, his he has l- no way to do it. Uh, right, right. There's a hole there. I think he's at home <laughs> learning sign language right now. He's like, I will yell at them in one way, shape, or form. That's uh, really funny. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, thinking ahead helps. Sometimes, too, though, I got to do the opposite, where I'm like, I just need to focus on this stuff uh, to get it done. Uh. I can't even think about this right now. I need to do this. You know what I mean? Well, you know, uh, not to take anything away from your life, but you do throw yourself, you put yourself out there for a lot of things. Yeah. You could scale that back if you wanted to. And I know you're a very kind person that cares about human and animal and beast. So you're busy. uh, And now you got to go over to the Queen's funeral. Yeah, I know, right? You got that coming. You ain't got nothing to wear. Right. Probably wear that gay purse. I know. <laughs> I can see you at the Queen's wedding with your beard, titties, and what is that hat you had Tattoos, on? Tattoos, titties, and beard. <laughs> Christy, we were we were looking at uh, Facebook when you were in Ireland, and she goes, Christy goes, oh, that's such, she's in a church! What the hell? It was typical. She goes, oh, that D, that's a church. <laughs> yeah, that cathedral wouldn't let me tag them in anything. Ah, that was, uh, it was I very funny. I tried to do a location tag, and they were like, no, uh, no, no, we don't want you. And I just, up. I just, I gave you the uh, uh, the nod of an approving uh, co-worker. <laughs> Chrissy didn't see it, but I, I, you probably felt it. when I, I gave, did, I could feel it. When I gave you the nod mm-hmm. of approval. Mm-hmm. That's my girl right there. <laughs> Got the titty hat on. Uh, yeah. I had already committed to the outfit before I knew where we were going. And oh. then I was like, well, <laughs> here I go. Yeah. Not going now back to You got to wear it with confidence at that right, point. Right, you you know? got, All you needed was a, a clipboard, and then it looks like you were doing some work. In that was like, like that. I wore my bad religion shirt when we went to some, I can't, we were hiking somewhere. And, uh,. It's got a cross with the arrow, or the the oh. no sign through it. It's the Bad Religion logo, and there were so many religious groups there. And I felt, and I was like, I wish I would have known this was like religious group Thursday, where everybody's gonna be here because no. I wouldn't have wore this shirt. Now I look like a dick, unintentionally an asshole, <laughs> constantly. Con- I'm like, I'm really a nice person. I swear to God, I just appear to be an asshole right now. <laughs> If you've got a if you've got a charity you'd like me to help with, I would love to get with you after I uh, leave the church with my titty hat on. Jesus, uh, I I'm going to make a broad uh, generalization that I feel like people with animals get less sleep, and you could say babies and mm-hmm. whatever whatnot down the list. But I feel like I feel like that's a thing as well. Yeah. You're just, and of course, you're just adding to your list of to do things. But yeah, especially if you're off mm. off property with your animal. Yeah. It's a lot. It is a lot. And I've gotten a lot better at saying, no, I'm, I'm not able to do that for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's also, you know, whatever. You. Well, I'll tell you what charities I'm quick to agree to. Golf outings. Yeah, I know, right. Boy, I like those charities. These are fun. Uh, how many hours of sleep are you getting these days? Uh, well, like yesterday I took a four-hour nap because... It was just, there was no other way to go through life. I had to sleep at that point. I would say five, six hours a night. Very typical, I would think. I think it's fine. I went to bed last night after 10. uh, Got up at 3.30. I don't know. I don't know. The first couple of minutes, you're like, I got to go play Nickelback. Motherfucker. 
Then and then I'm fine. See my kitty cats and hang out, have a yeah. cup, cup of coffee. It's totally fine. But I, I, I would not be surprised if the rolling average is five, six hours in a Yeah, totally. And people up watching, worrying about politics and the kids and all the stuff going on. Yeah. Arming themselves for the upcoming Civil War. I don't watch that stuff. Make some popcorn. That crap is draining. Uh, and that way. I- would you trade for, would you give up? Uh, what would you give up for eight hours of sleep? Um, I don't know that I would want eight hours of sleep. My back starts hurting if I lay exactly. there that long. I can't. I can. My legs go to sleep when I lay there that long. These people that sleep, like, oh, I twelve hours and then they'll like, oh, I had a lazy Sunday. Just stayed in bed all day. I'm like, tell me <laughs> yeah. about your hips. Get me up at noon. I got a busy day. <laughs> right. I'm like what? How no. do you? The, yeah, I can sit on the couch if I go if I get home if I'm not golfing, which is rare. But I mean, I can sit on the couch and get a 15 minute and just close my eyes and wake up and feel better. Oh, I'll do it in my car. Yeah, you know? <laughs> not when I'm driving. I wish I could nap while driving. That would be amazing. What could make the flex lane worse? Her sleeping while she's going 78 miles. Which is a quick nap, y'all. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. This is kind of a cool story. Hey, you, you go to the rodeo a lot? Dude. Don't. I, I was born in a horse trailer. That's roll, all. Roll down down Highway 61. You were born in a whore's trailer. Lord, I was born a rambling man. Oh, yeah. So is that a yes? What the hell kind of answer? <laughs> yeah, I was born in a stall. <laughs> okay, but does that mean you go to the rodeo? I don't know. <laughs> God. No, uh, I, I do. I have been to the rodeo. Yeah. I've been to the uh, uh, one of the official rodeos in uh, 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 Cody... Cody, Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah, we saw. That's we, way cool. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to you get some. You meet some real men, real, real, real men, and real manly women too. Real manly hairy women. Yeah. Anyhow. I went to uh, rodeo in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. That's so cool. And it's all about God, country, and uh, and eight seconds. Dude. Yeah. It's it's great, man. My favorite part of the Make- rodeo was when they made a huge salute to the veterans yeah. and then turned the lights off and launched a bunch of loud fireworks. <laughs> I was like, hey, y'all. And everybody crapped themselves. We might want to think about that yeah, yeah, whole right. thing. Right. But, uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, the... Uh, I go back and forth. The the bull riding and the bronc busting, gotta, I, I don't. You got to, it's like when I go to get my prostate check, you got to cinch the nuts. Right. Yeah. That you know, that, that, it's a distraction for when you get a thumb up your butt. Yeah. Next thing you know, there's a hoof up your butt. <laughs> that nurse uh, cinched my nuts and rode me for eight seconds. <laughs> uh, I tried to buck her off, but she got a thumb up my butt. A California woman says that when a runaway rodeo bull jumped a fence and struck her, which ordinarily would be a terrible thing, it put her in the hospital and actually ended up saving her damn life. Did Kohler from Baraboo show up with a flamethrower and roast the cow? (laughs) Solves everything. Um, So here is Paige King and her father, Eric, talking about how the tests that were done at the hospital 
for the bull runaway rodeo bull incident revealed she was in the early stages of thyroid cancer. I went down and I just didn't really know what was going on exactly. It kind of took me a second and then my boyfriend had picked me up and I was like, oh, there's a bull there. We wanted her to go up to the emergency room and through that they did a CT scan of her. They noticed a lump on her neck and the emergency room doctor said, you have to get that checked out. I was stunned actually, in all honesty, as, as one of your kids finding out that they may have cancer it, it kind of takes you back and gives you chills wow um i will piggyback your story if i may that's fine who are you texting my special lady friend <sighs> go but ahead i am i can listen to your dumbass comment and do this at the same time trust me you ain't got any you ain't doing any brain bending over there you ain't got any pictures of her in her undies do you i do but they ain't for you sir <sighs> Well, yeah, guys got to try. <laughs> you never see women in their underwear if you don't ask. That's true. <laughs> you that ask. is true. Got to ask. Um, what was I saying? You were going to piggyback oh, my oh. story. So there was a guy, and uh, they're at a uh, golf outing. Okay, so they have a hole-in-one. It sounds like a joke setup. <laughs> it's not a joke setup. <laughs> uh, there is no pope and a horse walking into a bar. Okay. So a guy... Uh, they have a contest, and I think it was for the Cancer Society. And he won in a raffle a, this is really weird, a cancer screening. Like a, like a, uh, like a coupon of some type. Yeah. He went in, they found uh, colon cancer. Shut up. Yeah. Wow. And he only did it because he went to, he happened to be at that golf outing. And right. uh, and uh, and he, now he's their influencer. And he used it, and uh, yeah, because it was a freebie. Because yeah. it's not, it's you know, it's expensive. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it's weird that that's expensive? Shouldn't it be free for everybody? Or was it testicular? I can't remember. It was one of the something, yeah. something down around the balls. Is it below the equator? Yeah, <laughs> below the equator. Yeah. Yep. Huh. That's yep. something. Yeah. Man, is that crazy? I'm glad. You know. The, the random chaos that occasionally aligns. Yeah, for sure. Is just, I mean, I suppose statistically it's going to happen occasionally. But, uh, yeah, man, you just got to be super grateful when something like that happens to you. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, that's changing, though, the perception on the, uh, you know, you've got to be 57 years old before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's all changing for the better. Yeah. You know, earlier health, and earlier you pick it up and find it or screen for it. Right. Or look for signs of it. I mean, you know, I, but I think I'm gonna that tell you something. The mindset seems if, to be changing. If I walked into my doctor and was all like, I would like a cancer screening, she'd be like, too bad, asshole. Uh, you uh, ain't got nothing to make you get one. So. Right, right, right. We're going to have to wait until symptoms manifest. Well, that's why you got to And then refer you to a specialist, and then they can schedule you about six months out or so. That's why you got to lick your palms before you walk into the doctor's Ferris office. Bueller. And it doesn't hurt to crap yourself. I, I usually walk in there in soiled pants. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to see a trick? Uh, yes. Security to the lobby. Security to the lobby. Yeah. Very strange. Uh, you know, they have those screening... Uh, uh, little doodads that come to town. Oh, doodads. Sometimes in a trailer. Are we back to the whores trailer again? No. Oh. You, uh, I get it in the mail every once in a while. You can go in for a cancer screening mm-hmm. and blood, a blood test. You know, you know right. some of the early indicators. And then what do they take from you? It's not poop in a hat, but it's uh, you know, like a blood draw. 
Yeah. So like ten grand. How much is it? Uh, no, that's the, the for early diabetes. It's like one hundred forty nine dollars. Yeah. It's just a pre 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 test. Wow, the triple pre. But it, it can't. <laughs> it's like a triple dog there. Uh, it can't hurt. Right. And you know maybe they say it's a rip off, but uh, it can't hurt. I suppose. You know, if if it's you know, not everybody can afford health care or good health care, <laughs> which is insane. Yeah, uh, we're killing it. Over All right, there. well that's uh, good. That's a that's yeah. a that's a winner winner chicken dinner. So there you go, uh, hug a bowl today, why don't you? Body <laughs> dumbing down your smartphone one podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. J-J-O. Yeah, what's the biggest downside to a goat, a baby goat? You, know, you get like a miniature goat when it's less. Even those are. Are they? Oh, yeah. Yep. They'll escape. And they're they're just troublemakers. They're just general troublemakers. Okay, so this is was posted by the Madison County Sheriff's Office in Alabama. Bama! Um, give me PC2. Um, this morning while delivering civil papers, what does that sound like? An eviction or something? Sounds like, uh, somebody in Margalago's in trouble. Oh, sorry, something else. Deputy Casey Thrower returned to his patrol car vehicle to find an eager and hungry couple of goats. First of all, them goats ain't hungry. Look at the belly on that sucking thing. <laughs> they do have, like, distended guts yeah. for some reason. Um... Uh, Deputy Casey Thrower was uh, serving civil documents out. And he overheard something in his patrol car. Had a couple goats. One was climbing on top of the vehicle. <laughs> One was inside <laughs> the vehicle eating paperwork. <laughs> Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to put your little furry legs behind your little furry neck. Yes. So he says that when he does these visits, he usually leaves his vehicle door open because he's had it where he's had to run from dogs before. There are McDonald's wrappers all over the cop car. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how quick this dude be running. But anyway, <laughs> um, here he is trying to kick the goat out. And he need, it's a tiny goat. He, like, he, he needs to just pick it up and put it outside of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Um, sound. Out of there. Are you kidding me? Get out. <laughs> There's nothing to eat in there. There's everything to eat because they eat everything. Donuts. <laughs> the, the thing is just. Don't eat that. Come on. Going after his clipboard. Get out. <laughs> the goat is not going to listen. And now the other goat's climbing all the way over the car onto the back of the car. <laughs> it's just complete chaos. Now he's going to the other side of the vehicle. That's where we get a peek into how messy it is. Quit eating that. <laughs> get out of here. That's really funny. It's a better story than a dog eating your homework. Right. I, mean, I, I would believe a goat because goats do eat anything. Yes, they do. They're that's, so cute. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah. That's hilarious. I do love that. That's what happens out in the country. All kind of critters crawl that's, up in your car. That's right. Alabama. Uh, the uh, goat, the goat, the goat of goats. Yes. The greatest of all time. 
And it's like the still frame I have here, the goat's head is turned and you can see the paperwork hanging out of its mouth. It's like, ah, I'm good. I'll, I think I'll stick around. Mm -hmm. I have a friend, uh, old high school friend, Shem Heiser. What up, dude? Uh, he's got a bunch of goats and he's, it's pretty cute. Their little interactions. But he definitely, like you can see their area and it is on, it is locked down. Because those second things will get out and they will destroy everything. They'll walk all over your vehicles. They'll do whatever. Probably end up eating the seat cushion and oh, sure. anything else. I mean, if that goat would have been in there for longer, yeah, that car would have been destroyed. The deputy wasn't kidding. Oh, my God. Was he? Or was he, uh, can I trust this man? I don't know. I choose to trust this man. Okay, I don't know. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. I love every kind of cat. I just want to hug all of them, but I can't get hug every cat. Can't hug every cat. So anyway, I am a cat lover and I love to run. I'm sorry, I'm thinking about cats again. I really love cats. No, no, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Cut it, cut it, cut it. Uh, there's a video going viral of a family rescuing a kitty kitty with its head stuck in a tin can. Oh, no. They were vacationing in Hawaii. Um, so here we go. We have the video. Uh, PC2. Uh, successfully and safely freeing kitty cat. Oh, gosh. Pull it. Pull it, guys. Pull it. Oh, poor thing. There you go. Okay. Okay. okay that's Try. about as good as I can do. Pull twist slowly slowly it's coming out slowly just, just they're having sex got it you did it guys <laughs> usually what it sounds like yes. good job guys <laughs> twist it pull nice. it got my, uh, got my uh head stuck in a giant mayonnaise jug once so uh you did not spent a week in a mayonnaise jug you did not. Yeah, I did, actually. So, but I'm all right. What kind of mayo? Was it Hellman's? Yeah, it was the giant industrial jug. I was just seeing what was in there. It got stuck. I, I don't think you can fit your head in there. <laughs> I want to see it now. There's no way this nose is getting in. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, that sounded like they were having uh, making whoopee there. Play that again. Now imagine them uh, making whoopee. Yeah, yeah. What is it, 1940? Well, that's what they used to say on the dating game. Oh, gosh. Pull it, pull it, guys. Mm -hmm. Pull it. Oh, poor thing. There you go. Okay. Okay, that's about as good as I can do. That's right. <laughs> God. God dang you, I feel that. Twist. Slowly, slowly, it's coming out. Just slowly. Just, just, oh, got it. You did it, guys. Yay. Nice. It's amazing. Yeah, they probably were afraid that the head was going to come off. Yeah. <laughs> I hate those videos Like you'll see. Yeah, you never know how it's going to end. Animals with crap stuck to I their head. Yeah, the deer. Uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, what's the last one I saw? Uh, well, I think it was two deer. Their antlers were hooked together. And the guys separated them. 
got them separated. Oh, hell no. I'm like, you're and, on oh, your no. own. I'll, I'll one-up you on this. Um, I didn't even say anything. You can't one-up me. You're well, one-upping yourself. I'm one-upping myself. Okay. Uh, one small detail. The guy shot a bullet and uh, the horn where they were specifically connected, and it disconnected them with a gunshot. Shut up. YouTube it. Google it. It's there. I swear on my mother's 401k. That's incredible. Yeah, it's there. I swear to you. Uh, man, that probably. It's, it's man. I cannot feel good taking a bullet to the antler. Man and nature coming together. Yeah, let me let me check this. And then he blew him up with some tannerite. You know, anybody can get tannerite. You <sighs> need a Googling song? Nope. I don't care. You sit here in silence and you think about it. <laughs> uh, uh, let me see if this is the one. God, there's a million of them. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Atlanta. Uh, let me play it for you. Watch this. Of steel, a steady arm, and very keen eyesight. A wildlife officer recently saved two deer with one shot. The animals had their antlers entangled for several hours last weekend on a rural property outside of Calgary. As Tyson Fedor reports, the sharpshooter lined up and then waited for his moment. Unbelievable. One shot. shot. These two bucks are now free. That's a once in a lifetime shot. I mean, you're shooting at a diameter like that with a slug and those deer are moving. Russ Wright was ah, driving geez. home when he saw the two deer wrestling in his field. At first, Wright believed one of them yeah. was dead. You see these two deer out in the field. One was laying down, one was over top of the other one with uh, his head kind of right into the Canada. Other deer's head. Yeah. Thinking this, this is, is like, like Tuesday in Canada. Right. He called Fish and Wildlife. Then Wright and his wife, Shelly, stood in awe, capturing the entire spectacle on video. Sergeant Scott Callweight was the patient sharpshooter. So Scott grabbed his shotgun with some slugs. Just one shot, the deer got up, took off. It was just such a cool scene. I, I've never witnessed that in my life, probably never will. It was a once in a lifetime thing. Callweight tells CTV News in a statement that the shot was dynamic, but he was waiting for a good opportunity for when both deer are still. He goes on to add that this method of freeing the antlered animals has been successfully done before. And this time of the year to see them locked like that is kind of unusual. They fight during the breeding season, but now they're losing their antlers and they're not fighting so much anymore. So this was kind of a one-off. A similar call for officers in Saskatchewan in December. One buck was locked with the dead weight of another deer, an officer shooting at the antlers to break them apart. Wright is glad these two have a new lease on life. And for them to make it this far and then to have to die a death like that, we were so happy to see him go, just to see him move on and live another and day. Then he went out Saturday and shot him. And, uh, Hopefully we'll see him again. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, so uh, he can shoot in him. the crock pot, dude. <laughs> see you in the crock pot. That's its nickname, be, be Free Crock Pot. <laughs> and I'll see you on two, next Tuesday. I would gladly free you today for a crock pot meal on Tuesday. <laughs> I love it. So uh, you, if you're the deer and you're standing, you got to be like, you hear that shot, and you're like, I'm not getting field dressed. What the like, just happened? What happened? I'm not dead. Are you bleeding? I'm not. Am I I'm bleeding? Not, no, it's amazing. They, they suck. They're eight feet away, and they can't shoot straight. My God.
It's the best day of our life. I didn't think they had guns here in Canada. But oh, yeah, that was, uh, that was code at the end there for we're going to blow his head off and uh, have a uh, beef jerky on. Backstraps, anybody? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, dude. Way cool. So cool. Man. I love it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.